Hey, everybody, get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. School is back in session, back to school. And oh my goodness, are we getting calls? But I want more. Use the contact us form on our website. There's a tab that says contact us and give us an overview of what's happening. We need your stories. We can advise you as to what to do. But also these stories are so helpful for other parents as well. This is a national crisis. Tell us what's going on in your school. Tell us your situation. Um, you know, we have been so distracted about the mask mandates. We're not paying attention to what's being taught. We need to do a super duper job of that this year, you guys. We want our school districts to know we are watching them. So I have a quick story from a mom in Peoria, Illinois. Her little boy who is in kindergarten goes to school. What's the first thing they talk about? Gender. Uh, by the way, kids, you know, there there's more than two genders. So her son, bless his heart, he stands up. He stands right up next to his desk and he said, there are only two genders, male and female. I know what my body parts are. And I know I am a male. I'm a boy. You know what happened to him? He was sent to the principal's office. Mom got a call. I think that's that's a form of child abuse, you guys. Not acceptable. By the way, if there's anything that's being taught in your school and your children are offended, they don't need to raise their hand and ask permission to leave the classroom. They just pick up their books, get up, and walk out. Whatever it is they have at their desk, pick it up and just walk out of class. So this is the time to send opt-out forms to the administration office in your district. Uh, make copies. We have opt-out forms on our website. You can click on the link to a PDF. We have several different opt-out forms, you guys, and there's no one that is the perfect one necessarily. We do include instructions. We encourage you to take copies uh, keep copies in your file as well as they should keep copies in the school, in your child's school office. You need to fill out a form uh, for every child and do it at the, at the beginning of every year. Now, you know, we get a lot of things uh, home from the school, uh, sent home with your kid, you know, put in their backpack. Maybe they email them. You are inundated 
with, you know, all kinds of things that they want you to do. They want you to buy. They want you to sign up for, etc. Be sure you read everything because this is when uh, these items get lost. I'm going to talk about surveys because the beginning of the year is often the time when when they do surveys. And I reported on this last year. Uh, in Oregon, we had a um, new law passed, testified at the hearing in front of the education committee. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about this law. Scary. If it's going on in Oregon, it's probably going on in your state as well. You need to know. Find out. The bill was passed, actually passed out of committee on Monday, February 2nd. Very few people in opposition. The room was full of Basic Rights Oregon members, which is the LGBTQ organization in Oregon, who is led by a transgender man who has decided to become a woman. Uh, At that time, it was House Bill 4132. And I testified against it. I'm going to share that testimony verbiage with you. I will be also publishing this information once again in an email. We send out news alerts, and I know you guys don't have time to read. That's why you're on this podcast. But some of this you need to have documented. So I really encourage you to get on our email list so that you receive these things. That doesn't mean you can't unsubscribe at any time. Uh, But if you do unsubscribe, we cannot resubscribe you. So think about it before unsubscribing. You know, it's pretty easy just to delete an email. Okay, so here's the testimony verbiage. Just stop, stop trying to take control of our children. We know public school boards openly brag about the fact that they are social service agencies, pretending to be educational institutions. So it's no surprise your recent attempt to usurp the rights of parents has surfaced. How dare you bring this to the forefront during a short session of the Oregon legislature? with an announcement of a hearing no one can attend, especially the parents it affects. And no wonder the sponsors of the legislation have a reputation for wanting to control people. House Bill 4132 specifies you want to require the Oregon Health Authority to administer and collect data from student health surveys. Surveys of adolescents beginning at age 10 through 19. Assessing physical, mental, emotional, and social factors, including school climate, that impact adolescents' health, well-being, and educational achievement. Now, those are the words in the bill. I'm not sure I really understand what they all mean, but... Social factors, what does that mean? And you want the Oregon Health Authority to consult with the Department of Education to convene a student health survey planning committee. Whoa. And not only that you want to engage adolescents in creating and revising surveys and interpreting survey data, and to use survey data to assess implementation of laws and rules related to students' health, safety, and well-being. So that means that a child of my child's age will have lawful influence over my child. 
That's not reassuring since uh, science has proven the dorsal lateral prefrontal cortex of the brain responsible for cognitive control and executive function is not fully developed until age 25. What? And how do you define health, safety, and well-being? You see, they use these terms, you guys. They use these terms uh, to, to create uh, opportunity, broad opportunity for them to interpret them. Committee that they're going to set up with students to interpret what that means. I have a feeling it's not what you and I think it means. I went on, nowhere in this bill is a reference to parents except a token phrase, quote, provide clear processes for an adolescent or, if applicable, the adolescent's parent or guardian to opt out of participating in the survey, unquote. If applicable, what does that mean? Applicable, what does it mean? Is that code for sidestepping mom and dad? And what is the government going to do with this data of our children? Who will it be shared with? Are you declaring, you are declaring this as an emergency, effective on passage? That's why it's in law right now, you guys, and that's why it's being implemented this fall. And it was implemented last spring, actually, before before COVID. What is the emergency? This is the Leviathan grab for authority of other people's minor children. Plain and simple. We will not stand for it. At the very least, any move to survey children must have an opt-in requirement, just as is required for a field trip. Why? Because there is risk and liability. And frankly, School districts should be concerned about this. Parents and guardians have legal responsibility for the education, care, and upbringing of their children. Parents will not stand for it. That was my testimony. Are we going to sit by and not do something about it? We have to tell our school districts, we will not allow you to present our children with these surveys. We are opting out. There is a United States federal education policy that we need to know about. And it cites the illegality of surveys for minors without written parent permission. I'm going to say that again. It is illegal to survey minors without written parent permission. This bill that was just passed, that was passed in Oregon this year, endorses illegal activity for public school districts, board members, and staff, opening them up to lawsuits because they are going against this federal uh, policy that makes it illegal for surveys for minors without written parent permission. I'm going to put the link to this federal law in our show notes. 
It's U.S. Code, Title 20, from Education 1232H, Protection of Pupil Rights. Limits on Survey Analysis or Evaluations. All of this is going to be in your show notes, guys. No student shall be required as part of any applicable program to submit a survey, analysis, or evaluation that reveals information concerning the following. One, political affiliations or beliefs of the student or the student's parent. Number two, mental or psychological problems of the student or the student's family. Number three, sex behavior or attitudes. Number four, illegal, antisocial, self-incriminating or demeaning behavior. Number five, critical appraisals of other individuals with whom respondents have close family relationships. Number six, legally recognized, privileged, or analogous relationships, such as those of lawyers, physicians, and ministers. Number seven, religious practices, affiliations, or beliefs of the student or the student's parents. Number eight, income, other than that required by law to determine eligibility for participation in a program or for receiving financial assistance under such program. They cannot ask any of these questions without written permission, without the prior consent of the student, if the student is an adult or emancipated minor, which you don't have in K-12 education, or in the case of an unemancipated minor, without the prior written consent of the parent. So these surveys are being given to students now. And the practice by schools surveying students is not new. Not not at all, guys. Since I first got involved with this, that was one, one event that took place in our kids' school. They, the uh, district put out a notice that, this, that there was going to be a psychological test. Actually, they called it that. They're not calling them that anymore because, you know, that's too much of a red flag. S- uh, student climate surveys or school climate surveys. Uh, school districts and board members are liable. Of course, they're liable. Okay, boards. If you are on a school board, please make this policy stick in your district. Use this verbiage. It is United States federal law. And parents, if you have a conservative board, encourage them to make this a policy. This is insurance. It will stop any future surveys from being adopted by your district. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. You don't know if your board members will be uh, leaving their post, uh, if somebody new will come along and think this is a great idea. You don't know if they will hire a superintendent who thinks differently about giving more and more uh, access to your children by the state and federal government. Get involved. Next time, we're going to talk about uh, Mark Levin's new book, and I saw him uh, recently, and he was addressing K-12 public schools and Marxism. If you don't have Mark Levin's most recent book, American Marxism, 
order it. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. We'd love to have you join us. Please fill out the form on our website called Join Us. Oh, and one last thing. Would you be willing to support us financially? We are 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. And that means that you can take a tax deduction for any amount you give. I encourage you to join the 12 by 12 Club. That's $12 a month for 12 months. If you do that, you will receive a complimentary parent guide as long as supplies last. Go to our website, parentsrightsined.org, and click on the Donate button. Thanks so much for joining us and helping us do what we do here. This is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now.